0: xbox life episode 203 now with more wub wub that's right wub wub i am mark aka wingman 709 and with me on this beautiful clear sky evening and 100 plus degree night is my good buddy rob
1: wub wub up
0: <laughs> also known as Presar.
1: that's right although i can't say that it's 100 plus over here and it's definitely not a clear sky in <laughs> not so sunny chicago
0: uh, I'm at 109, and it is the sun has been down for a while, <laughs> and it's it's 7:40 at night, and it's 109. So you can imagine what it's been like during the days.
1: <laughs> about 110.
0: Uh, try about 115 <laughs> to 120.
1: <laughs> that's what you get for being in good old Phoenix yep. oh. in the Valley.
0: So that's right. They... Makes, oh. makes it makes uh, it nice. Uh, Makes the pool all that much more worth it.
1: That's right. Pool Absolutely makes it all does. worth it, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what do they call that valley out there? Paradise Valley or something?
0: The East Valley. <laughs> East Valley? That's, I that's was what another I've name. East Valley. So.
1: Okay, we'll go with that one. So.
0: But anyways, yes, we are back. If you're kind of surprised all of a sudden an episode of this Xbox Live popped up on your iPod or your whatever you're listening to us on today congratulations we're back
1: and we're back
0: we retired for what a whole two weeks
1: (laughs) it was a vacation a two-week vacation
0: yeah and i I gotta clarify because ravioli Capone from achievement hounds said that we did it on purpose just to get rid of them and that is not the case we fully intended to leave um in fact, all of our sites got wiped out. I mean, Brun shut everything down. <laughs> and while he was doing it, it was like um, I'm sitting there going, you know, I can't believe it. But it was like the second Sunday where we weren't recording. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sitting here playing on my Xbox. But I'm like, I miss talking with Brun and Rob. I really do. Oh sure. Um, and I, I really missed. I was surprised how badly I missed it because I left before for like a month because I was just burned out, man. I just needed some time away. Um, and I, you know, when I came back, it was kind of like, okay, I'm coming back, you know, but I never really missed it per se. Okay, this time it was only two weeks, and I was just like, man, I really miss it. Um, so I, I, and I, and it was like the day after Braun wiped everything out. Rob and I were talking online, and it's like, Rob said something about,
1: I miss gonna, you, Mark.
0: Gonna take, yeah, that's what he said. I miss you.
1: I miss you so much
0: so you know us talking about rob's like well i want to get this domain and i want to you know and he's like
1: i want to keep know, the dream alive you must
0: keep the dream alive and i'm like dude i miss doing it next thing you know we're we're calling braun <laughs> braun we need the site back up
1: oh yeah because you know <laughs> kyle and them you know they they went off on their separate domain their separate host so i still have the board game show www.thisboardgamelife.com see my blog Come on, so I've,
0: we got a new start, man. We got to use new jokes.
1: That's right. That's right. Got to
0: be a rule number one.
1: Okay, that was the last. That was first and last time in the new millennia. <laughs> so you know that was still going on. It was still on the same host and everything. And I really wanted to keep this Xbox life, you know, because I didn't want the domain to just go away to the squatters like the last one did. And there was always that hope that we would just fire it up again. And hey. instead of a couple months or a year down the road, it was immediate (laughs) win-win for everybody.
0: Um, As for Brun, Brun is so busy. He really needed to step away from this. Oh, for sure. Um, The the dude is, I don't know how he can, I don't know how, I don't think he sleeps to be honest. Um, I mean, he was doing these shows till like one o'clock in the morning on a Sunday night and then having to get up at 5 a.m. every Monday to go to work. And, I just myself and didn't.
1: posting it like immediately, too.
0: Yeah. Well, he was putting it up the next night. Yeah. But he'd come home after all that day of short night, spend the time with the family. Then he'd be up late posting the show and trying to get everything out. And it's so. But what we said is this this is Brun is still a part of this thing, even though he doesn't realize it. <laughs> OK, he thinks he's gone. We're not going to let him leave that easy. But no, he we basically it, Rob and I are going to just run with it. We're going to keep it alive. Brun has an open door. He is welcome to join us at any point in time. And he said that he would come on on occasion and uh, podcast with us and just be like a guest. Um he will not be a regular um unless he changes his mind and, and wants to join us, but he always has oh, a spot.
1: eats more fiber.
0: <laughs> yeah. So And I'll be regular. But um and 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 it was it wasn't Braun calling that quits, it was Braun and myself. Um I have my own reasons. But um I, I missed it. So and Rob, Rob the whole time did not want to quit. I, I'll let you guys know. Uh, he kind of fought a brother and I pretty hard. <laughs> and he finally just gave up. <laughs> and he's like, fine, I'll wait two weeks when Mark gets yeah. bored. And, and he calls me and says, I miss you. And that's what happened. So.
1: I, cried to, I cried myself to sleep with the board games.
0: <laughs>
1: and my Xbox controller. <laughs>
0: but, no, you know what? No, no. I'm going to call you out. I'm calling you out, sucker. Because you can't call me out. Yes, I can, because you know why? Because I can. Um, Episode 17 of this board game life. I encourage all of you to go out there, listen to... You only have to listen at the very beginning. I mean, I encourage you to listen to the whole show. I I don't
1: know. You must not have gotten (laughs) the rest of my IMs from the other day.
0: Oh, you know, the excuses of it being late, being that you guys were drinking, (laughs) that there was, you know... Uh, you guys were smoking something that you thought was, you know, what what the guy said it was. And it wasn't, I, you know, whatever. All I know is that there was a lot of criticizing of video games going on in a
1: board and, show. Right. And there was, a, there was a preface to that where we had initially started talking like immediately at the beginning of the show about how we had just recorded the last episode of this Xbox life. And I was kind of bummed about it now this
0: start trashing video
1: games well hang on so (laughs) we had done that recording and for one reason or another jeff who does all the editing he got sick and all this stuff and waited like two weeks almost before getting the show out and by that time we had already talked about bringing the show back so i told jeff I'm like, you know, cut that whole thing out. There's no point in having, you know, the the show's over when it's not over. So he left, he cut a part of it out instead of cutting everything out. So what's in there makes more sense if the whole context was there.
0: So, okay. And that's
1: my story and I'm sticking (laughs) with it.
0: You still bashed video games. There's no excuse for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not buying it. I don't think the listeners weakness. are going to buy it either.
1: I was totally in a moment of weakness. <laughs> I missed you so much, Mark.
0: Video games, they suck. I'd rather play board games. Board yeah. Games where it's at. No
1: I hate that still... show. I didn't want to do it anyway.
0: <laughs> all right. But anyways.
1: And we're back.
0: We're back. <laughs> and That's with all that...
1: I love video games.
0: <laughs> yeah. I remember you got to talk good about And we can bash board games now, right? Yeah, like, yeah that's right. Like Forbidden Island.
1: They're expensive. But
0: forbidden Island sucks. <laughs> All that money
1: you spend on cardboard. Pooey. <laughs> so, the smell is toxic. And I got to
0: read instructions instead of just having, you know, at least in video game, it says, you Dude. know, it comes up and said, hit this big green button to shoot somebody or pull Dude. the right trigger.
1: Not only do you have to read the instructions, but after you read them, you have to have somebody explain them to you (laughs) (laughs) and then read them again.
0: You know, it's funny when you and I played, I bought that. What was that card game I bought? Colorado. Okay, I bought the card game and that stupid forbidden island. I think that's what ruined me. I'm scared to play Colorado, but I hadn't played it. Now, this was before I moved. I was in the old house and you said, hey, let's get online. Let's play Colorado. I'll show you how to play. We played it. You know, I still haven't played that game. (laughs) that I bought it's still the cards are still sitting in the box (laughs) so someday but again I read the instructions I'm like okay and then I had it after we played that game I'm like okay I got this the next day I was like how does this work again
1: (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) I mean I'll I'll go like a couple months you know I'll play a game a whole bunch of times I'll go a couple months and then I literally need to reread the rules because you just forget everything yeah although on a quick side note there is a game that I was actually thinking about because I picked it up about a week ago where I thought you might actually like it. It's it's solo game, so it's a single player game. It's called Thunderbolt Apache Leader. So you can, you know, you, you control uh you know Thunderbolt uh A ten. Okay. Are they, Warthogs? You just, you
0: just piqued my interest. Yeah. <laughs> yes,
1: the Warthogs. A tens and the Apaches, and then you have all of these missions that you go into like Iraq and it's it's very different, but it's a solo game, and I know you love the military stuff. Okay, so, so was, send
0: me the link; I'll check it out. Okay. <laughs> so, but you guys do good work. I had to tease you when I heard Thanks, that. Man. I had, you know, you know, I gotta. If I didn't tease you, that would mean I didn't love you, right?
1: Faux show. Sure.
0: So I had to I had to give you a little razzing, so. Well, let's move and, on. And you know,
1: I got, you know, I've got to kind of pipe in also to razz myself. Hot, I think this is like in the past ten minutes of this show here, I've talked more than I have all year on this show.
0: Well, that was that was part of it. When when we said we're coming back, I told you, you've got to talk. You got to speak up. Yeah. You can't be silent, Rob anymore. So we're yeah, silent <laughs> Rob. So you can't do that. Silent Bob. Silent Bob. No, cause there's you're silent, jay. You're silent, Bob. Yeah. I'm um, Jay. <laughs> I can't even. There's something I'd want to say right now, <laughs> but I can't because this is a, family, a family show. It's a
1: family show.
0: But it was one of the funniest things I ever saw. And what, what was their last movie that they did? It was like the Star Wars takeoff.
1: Yeah, Jay and, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back.
0: There was something that. Jay said in that movie that I about died laughing when I heard it the first time. So.
1: Dude, that movie was awesome. I didn't care for any of the other ones, but that one just <laughs> cracked me up.
0: Clerks was awesome, dude.
1: Yeah.
0: Clerks was great.
1: I got to uh, give that another shot.
0: It, uh, I remember that That was one of those. I, I watched it, and I laughed so hard that when the movie was over, I immediately rewound because This was back in the day with videotapes. I rewound it and watched it again. That's how much I loved that movie. It was so funny.
1: Rewound.
0: Wow. Yeah. Kids, for you listening, you don't know what rewind means. It means to start over. <laughs> play yeah. it from again. Go to the main menu and hit play. <laughs> I Wait did 10 it. minutes. So I mean, you used to, remember you used to have to buy those. A lot of people buy those like cars or, you know, it looks like a Corvette. You stick your VHS tape in and it yep. rewinds for you.
1: Yeah, because you didn't want to get charged that fee at the video store.
0: Yeah, for them to do it. <laughs>
1: That's for suckers.
0: Yeah. All right. But let's so, get on. You know,
1: let's in get case, back track. In case you guys haven't noticed, this is now the Mark and Rob show where we're covering board games and movies.
0: Yeah, what what did you guys no talk about? Video games?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so Mark, what have you been playing?
0: I've been playing quite a bit this past week or two. Um I got in some Soul Caliber five. Um you know, and I, I this was diff- this was weird. I played Soul Calibur four. I really liked it, but I would swear when I was playing Soul Calibur five, and I'm sure I just don't remember, it seemed like there was more options or movement options in Soul Calibur four compared to Soul Calibur five. To here, it just seemed like I just all I really had to do was button mash one move to just play through. You know, and beat. Obviously, not when you're playing online with people, but right. I mean, I I typically like the fighting games that don't have hit this button, this button. You know, don't hit X, Y, and A with the left bumper and then use your tongue to hit the back button to do your special move. I kind of don't care for those types of games. Okay. My tongue's just not that long. So, but this one was a little bit easier. You know, it, it was, you know, like the easiest type of fighting game, I thought, you know, at least my thought. But it seemed like it didn't have as many options as Soul Calibur 4. I, and I'm sure it's just, it's the same. You know, I, I'm just probably not remembering. It's gotta it, be. But it it didn't seem as interesting this time around. And I was looking forward to playing it, because I really like Soul Calibur 4. Right. Just, this one, I just, I don't know, it didn't do it for me for some reason. Yeah, it was a good game, and it had some pretty cool stuff you could build. What I thought was kind of cool is you could build your own character, like, from scratch. You know, take mm. all your outfits and, yeah, you know, male, female, all these different weapons and fighting styles and stuff. And I thought that was kind of cool.
1: Outfits?
0: Um, did... Outfits, yeah.
1: Your ensemble?
0: Ensembles. <laughs> so, so I had a pretty uh, skanky chick going. Oh, nice. Shortest dress that she could put her in. <laughs> That's what I went with.
1: Well played, sir. Well played.
0: Um, So, I played some of that. I've played Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. Um, ended up actually keeping it from GameFly. Um, it's a fun game. I really enjoyed it. I've been playing on the harder levels with uh, in co-op with four-player co-op, which it's a lot of fun. I've enjoyed playing. Uh, I enjoyed the campaign. I went through by myself. It was short. Um, I've done some uh, on the harder levels, some co-op, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it both ways, by myself and with uh, up with three other people playing. It's been an enjoyable game. So uh, I look forward to completing that, finish, you know, playing some more of that. Played some and, Full House
1: huh? and One thing I want to add real quick is, oddly, or surprisingly enough, you know, the movies are actually pretty decent. You know, they oh, yeah. could have been a lot worse, but...
0: I like the
1: movies. Yeah, me too.
0: So um, I think there, isn't there another one coming out soon, or...
1: I I lost track. All of a sudden, it's like, hey, there's another one. Actually, I I need to get caught up on those.
0: I know the game's coming out pretty soon. uh, Resident Evil 6, which I'm looking forward to that, too. Because I liked RE5. Um, And that was the first one I got into. I never got into Resident Evil games because I never had a PlayStation 2.
1: Or Nintendo, right?
0: Mm, I think they were PlayStation. See, this is where we need Oculus to come in, and he's our... You know he's probably got he's probably got all those all the systems in the game sitting right on his shelf in front of
2: him. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, but uh, I'm pretty sure it's PlayStation. So RE5 was my first game. I'm actually looking to pre-order RE6 because you get like RE4, you get like Resident Evil 4 and 5 and some I think one other version of the game comes with it. So, and I don't have Resident Evil 5. I played it and completed it, but it was a rental. So it'll be kind of cool to have it and actually go and play Resident Evil 4. Because that's supposed to be... I believe that was a pretty decent game, too. Uh, played some Full House Poker. I have played Bejeweled 3. Some Zuma's Revenge. I've played Left for Dead. Um, Syndicate. Always a good one. I'm so close to getting the 100-point achievement for... Uh, completing i've got all my levels i've got all my weapons upgraded now i've only got two challenges left to complete and um one of them's kind of a pain it we're gonna i found a way to if i can get some other people you gotta y'all you, you have to basically boost it and you have to do it on the expert level and you gotta have three other people with you to do it Some i got a bunch of guys i know now playing it and i'm waiting for them to get their levels up so we can do this and we're going to try to crank that out to get these mercs these mercenaries to show up and i got to kill so many mercenaries we'll all have to do it and once i have that bam hundred point achievement for that game so uh but uh and i played bejeweled 2 i was bored one night and i went back to that and said why did i do that bejeweled 3 is so much better <laughs> so okay um and of course you know right now sitting here playing my spider solitaire so as usual
1: Never gets old.
0: Never gets old. How about you? Would what, you play anything?
1: Yes, I did. Plugged in? So, uh, recent, the most recent thing I've been playing is Walking Dead. I actually restarted it. Yeah. And I went through, even though I think I'm kind of close to the, probably finishing the, the first one. I just went and I bought the second one. And I didn't even think about it. I'm, you know, I looked at the screen. Boom. Bye. Yeah. And what was interesting is, now... I know I've mentioned this in the past where I really don't like scary
0: games.
1: (laughs) They scare me. Yeah. Now, so a lot of games, and we discussed the whole aliens versus predator thing from years ago a couple of times. And I always get so weirded out. I get so sucked into the ambiance that if it's a scary game, I don't last very long in it. I have to, like, stop it. So Walking Dead is also sort of along the scary side. Now, after restarting it and knowing fully what's gonna happen, it's still just as scary second time around. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't I didn't think it would be. It's like I, I think it's like the whole like like in the beginning, there's the whole thing with the cop. And you're, like, trying to get the gun, and, you know, oh, he drops the bullet, of course. He's trying to get away from the zombies, and he trips. (laughs) All of the predictable stuff. And even when you're in the house, and you're trying to hit that lady, the babysitter zombie, Oh
0: yeah.
1: you're just, like, kicking her in the head and kicking her in the head, and it's just, oh. I think uh, maybe you need to play it 100 times to not have it phase you, at least me. But Walking Dead, it's a classic. I can't wait for the show to start up again in October.
0: Oh, I can't wait, dude. I'm so excited. And Episode 3 comes out now. Episode 3 of The Walking Dead, for the Telltale game that you were talking about, they have completed that. It is off to testing and certification. Number 3? Number 3. So they said it would be out in August. We may still get to see it in August, but I have a feeling if it's just out now, it, it may not make, by the time it gets certified, it might be pushed into September release time. But they initially said August, so they, they, they gave, the episode is done. Just got to get oh. certified. and Bam, we'll have it, baby.
1: Yeah, hopefully it's not too far into September because there's something else coming out.
0: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but, you, you know, I, I cannot wait for Episode 3 to Walking Dead. Um, and I'm really curious to see how you fare on episode two.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Dude, it ramps up.
1: <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Oh, man. And it, it, it the story, I mean, my, I was sitting there just like, I swear I wasn't breathing. My heart was <laughs> pounding in my chest for so long. It was just like, oh, my goodness. The game was just so, <laughs> so intense. The story, it, it's just like watching the show, man. Oh, it was good. It was so good. It's like, I'm envious. It's like, oh, man, he gets to experience that for the first time. So. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I'm looking forward to the report.
1: Okay, so I'm basically going to be playing this thing in probably 10 to 15 minute intervals. (laughs) Awesome. I (laughs) got to walk away. (laughs) (laughs) I need to go watch Disney Junior with my son for a while. (laughs) There you go.
0: Yeah, break it up. Break up the zombies with uh, what uh, with uh, Mickey. Or I was thinking of uh, what's that stupid pirate? The pirates, the kids that are like the pirates with Captain Hook and
1: oh, Jake and I the Neverland the Pirates. That's Something like that. That's oh. song. I just hear it off in a distance.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they got some good music on there. Those guys, they got a real band, man. They rock. <laughs>
1: Oh, those movers.
0: I don't know who they are, but they got the guys that dress up like pirates <laughs> and they sing. Oh, okay. So.
1: Yeah, they're no Wiggles.
0: Well, I, don't anyway. even, I don't even. I won't listen to the Wiggles.
1: Hey, uh, did I ever mention Ready Player One?
0: Ready Player One. That sounds familiar.
1: Is I I know I talked about it somewhere. I I don't remember if it was on on uh, our show or not, but. Uh, I just finished uh, an audiobook read by Will Wheaton called Ready Player One. Does that sound familiar?
0: I think you just talked about that on the, this board game life.
1: Okay. So there's a really cool book or audiobook that you guys might want to check out. It's called Ready Player One by Ernest Klein. Uh, that's the guy who did Fanboys. So this is a book. Or this, the premise of the of the story is that there it's in a set in the future where everybody's pretty much consumed by this uh, like big MMO where everybody kind of goes in. You put on a headset and it kind of sucks you in. It, it's not quite you know like that movie Surrogates where you're seeing and feeling everything, but you can at least you know see everything around you and interact with people and. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different worlds. It's very much like a rip-off of, of uh, World of Warcraft with how it starts off. But there's like an evil corporation. There's the guy who invented the place. and it's
0: Always an evil corporation.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's a guy that invented uh, the whole world. He dies, and so he has a contest where whoever wins this contest they get his entire fortune. So the story is about a bunch of kids that go through and they try to complete the various quests. And this book is full of nostalgia. A lot of it is, you know, for people that are in their 30s right now, maybe early 40s, this book will remind you of like everything from when you were a kid and playing video games. They talk about the classic coin-ops, you know, the old Pac-Mans and Tempests, and they talk about, uh, you know, the early um, uh, consoles like the Ataris and whatnot and television. They talk about movies from back in the day that everybody loved, like uh, war games. It's it's an awesome, awesome story so definitely check it out it's read by will wheaton if you get the audiobook on audible because that's how i listened to it when i was on the train it's not very long i think it was maybe eight or nine hours so but the story was phenomenal definitely check it out i gave it a double thumbs up that's all i got to say about that
0: <laughs> is that it
1: it's really good it's <laughs> really really good
0: i'd have never guessed that you liked it
1: Oh yeah, and for for our people that are gamers, you know, especially if you've been a longtime gamer, I mean, it just—I uh, was listening to this thing. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that game. Oh yeah, like it, it's it's really cool. The Trash 80 was in there. Remember that thing? Oh yeah, yeah. I talked about the Trash 80, the Commodore 64. I mean, it was all like, it, it's good. Cool. I don't want to give out any spoilers or anything. It's just fantastic. all right
0: check it out so
1: so mark uh, i think uh you want to talk a little borderlands too huh
0: i do i want to talk a little borderlands too i am all excited about the web web man oh yeah so um and i think we got a lot to cover here there's a lot to cover so we'll, we'll just take this in sections here we'll just split up these paragraphs if you want sure um we're gonna we're gonna t- basically what we want to do is we just kind of want to run down Borderlands 2. I know a lot of you out there are pre-ordered and are, are excited and waiting for this game to hit, um, and so I wanted to kind of just kind of run through some things that we do know about this game and what to expect, what's what's coming. So uh, we're gonna start out with some of the playable characters. Now Axton is the soldier in this game, so he he replaces Roland. And his special ability is, again, it's the turret, but he's got the Scorpio Turret 2.0. So this turret's going to be a lot different than what Roland had in the previous game. With this one, you can add extra guns to the turret. You can teleport the turret. Uh, you can There's an option. You can even throw your turret like as far as you can see on the screen. So you can whip it way, way, way out there. Um, if you see a bunch of baddies coming, you can kind of head them off with his turret ahead of time you can make this turret stick to walls and ceilings. There's even an option mm. that you can get a second turret as you move, as you upgrade. If you upgrade during a certain paths, one other of his upgrade options is called scorched earth. I can pretty much kind of get an idea what that probably is going to do. And it sounds pretty rad. Um, so that's, I, I know I played, I went through the whole game as Roland.
1: Yeah, me too. Game.
0: So I'm pretty much planning to do Axton again because I loved that turret, man. Um, oh I, yeah. And it was also, I mean, I don't know if the new game, if they're going to have a healing option, I would hope that they would. Um, but if you have that turret thrown out and you go down your second chance, you know, where like if you killed someone while you were down, you got back up. If your turret takes somebody out while you're down, it counts as well now. So you can get back up with your turret. Um, so that's Axton.
1: Okay. So let me take Maya's then, or Maya. So yeah. Ma- Myra is the siren uh, akin to Lilith in the first game. So Maya's ability is called phase lock. Do you remember what the other one was?
0: She had a phase walk.
1: Phase walk, okay. So phase lock versus phase walk. Basically, you can do uh, a bunch of things uh, where you can lock enemies in a floating bubble. So you can turn them into bubble boy or (laughs) something like that. The bubble boy. Yeah, bubble boy, bubble boy. Uh, So you turn them into bubble boy, and that prevents them from attacking. Other options, this is uh, very much... uh, force like from that other series yeah. uh, where you pull enemies towards you uh, they explode upon dying i guess well,
0: I think that's uh, the or the the bubble the bubble if you put them in the bubble you, it'll explode when the timer expires okay, causing additional damage, possibly killing your enemy
1: oh, I gotcha, yeah slamming them into the ground and causing an enemy to fight for you.
0: That's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. You know Who doesn't need a nice big adult skag fighting at your side? show. Sure. <laughs> um Now, Salvador is the Gunzerker class, and he's the one we've seen from the very beginning. He was the first, uh, uh, first playable character that they talked about, and his right. special ability is he can dual wield any two weapons. So you can have a pistol in one hand and a rocket launcher in the other. You can have two rocket launchers. You have a couple of machine guns, whatever. There's, there's, you just mix and match however you want. The other build options in his, he can go into this rampage mode where he flips off with both hands. He flips the bird to the enemy.
1: <laughs> That's a deadly one.
0: And that will actually make the enemies even more mad. Oh, I bet. But his, but, <laughs> but Salvador's health and defenses they actually get boosted up to the full strength. So, he's, Jeez. you know, it, it's he's, he becomes pretty tough in his rampage mode, but he does flip everybody the bird first.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if this is, like, pure genius to have this or if they're sinking to a low, another low level.
0: It's genius. Yes. It's okay. Gearbox. It is genius.
1: <laughs> All right. Okay. Then they have Zero, who is the assassin class. Uh, character in the game. Not only is it assassin class, but he is a robot ninja, <laughs> not a zombie. He's a robot ninja assassin.
0: Heck yeah!
1: His oh, the special ability is deception, where he can disappear and leave behind a hologram, and the decoy can be upgraded to explode extra melee damage or increase the odds of having a critical hit
0: all good stuff so he's he's like yeah the sniper class so those critical hits will come in handy uh other characters so that kind of wraps up the four playable characters yes we know there's going to be five we'll get to that later these are the four that ship out of the box other characters in the game, our antagonist in this game is handsome Jack. So he is the new bad guy in the game. He is taking control of Hyperion Corporation and is pretty much not a nice guy even if he is handsome. So that's that's the guy we're gonna be gonna be antagonizing us all the way through the game.
1: Is he like the well dressed man or whatever they call that guy?
0: He's handsome. I don't know. He's supposed to be handsome.
1: Alright. That's why he's handsome Jack. Exactly. So the Claptrap is gonna be back and he's gonna the the Claptrap's gonna be all over the place as Hanco- <laughs> handsome Jack ordered. I am having trouble speaking, I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh Claptrap is back <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wow, I can see nothing's changed in the two
1: weeks you've had off. No, no. I'm having trouble with Claptrap for some reason, and it's throwing me. Just
0: say the little robot guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the little dude. The little robot dude is back, and he's going to be all over the place as Handsome Jack ordered what's called a genocide of the Claptraps. So basically those guys just have some terrible luck regardless. Claptrap sees himself as the hero this time around, so you can be prepared for some more great humor from everybody's favorite little robot guy.
0: The uh, original Vault Hunters, who we've all played in the last game, they're actually going to be back in this game, but they're going to be non-playable characters. And we're actually going to get to team up with them, go on missions with them, um, and the cool thing is we're actually going to – this is giving Gearbox a chance to tell us some backstory and get us, give us a chance to get to know the characters we played before a little bit better. So this is cool. I can't wait to do Roland's mission because I just think Roland's a stud. And I'm okay. looking forward to – in fact, I even got a book. I haven't read it yet, but it's about Roland. Um, they were the first Borderlands novel. I still haven't read it.
1: Oh, I didn't know they had those. Wow.
0: Yeah, I know there's at least one. I bought it, and then I just I've got so many books that I haven't have gotten around to reading it yet, but I need to. I need to do that. I'm going to start this week. You know what? That'll help me get in the moat. That'll help me get ready for Borderlands 2 as well. So I'm going to read that book, and I'll get back with you guys on it, but...
2: Cool.
0: Yeah, we're going to get to play against, you know, do some missions for those guys and get to know them a little bit better, and I think that'd be cool, because it's like, you know, I kind of drew an attachment to some of the characters, and I know a lot of people really like Lilith, and She was real popular, and uh, I thought Mordecai was cool. He was the second guy I was working on. He had the Bloodwing. He was a pretty cool character. Um, I really wanted to play as him as well. So it'll be neat to see his story, and I did not care for the other guy, and I don't even know his name, but he was the Berserker. Right. The big, he he was just a big dummy. I didn't care about that guy. You big dummy. So... Well, yeah, we're going to get to see more of uh, from those characters from the first game.
1: Get All right, like the first game, you'll uh, be leveling up your character to get the bigger and badder equipment and guns and all that. This time, you'll be able to customize your character as well with new heads, gear, and clothes. There's also a lot of options in the skill trees. Uh, there's a lot more than there were in the first game. So, when you loot those chests, you might end up with a shirt along with some ammo and who knows what else.
0: Yeah, that might be, I think that'll be kind of cool, because in our first game, our characters never changed. Right. So, you know, I don't know, it's weird, like, why I've taken into some of these games where it's like, where you can change your character's clothes and stuff, I don't know what the fascination is with changing your character's clothes and making them look different and
1: is that like playing with dolls?
0: You know, it's kind of scary, but I, I'm gonna say no <laughs> <laughs> because you've done it. I'm gonna say, well, no, I've not played with dolls, but I'm gonna say that this is not like playing with dolls because okay. if it is, then I have, would have to admit to playing with dolls. So <laughs> I know that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> but you're like, like, ooh,
1: I'm gonna put a new shirt on Mordecai so he's ready to go on his date with Lilith.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, But no, it's like with like Lost Planet 2, it's like you get these goofy like heads and t-shirts and stuff. It's just always cool when you unlock one to go and equip your character with it, run around in the game looking just stupid, you know. It was kind of fun. So I kind of think that'll be neat in this game because, you know, these guys are known for a little over-the-top goofiness, and I think we'll probably see some pretty crazy stuff in this, and I think it'll make it kind of fun. So uh, we'll we'll just have to see how, how it goes uh dlc now shortly after that obviously the first game had a tremendous amount of dlc i obviously have obviously no doubts that there will be a ton of dlc for borderlands 2 the only one we're aware of is going to be the first one that's going to ship probably in the first after i think they said within the first i can't remember if they said the first 30 60 or 90 days i think they said the first 30 days or they wanted it to ship within the first 30 days of the game being out. And that is a new playable character called the Macromancer. Now this Macromancer character will be free for anyone who's pre-ordered the game. If you don't pre-order the game, not only are you pretty much a moron, but <laughs> he will, he will, you will still be able to get the character with going to cost you some Microsoft points. Okay, you're not a moron, but I think everyone should be buying this game. You'll it's, be no, sorry. The first one just was amazing, and I can't wait. But if you don't pre-order, you can still get Mecromancer. She'll just cost you some money. The cool thing about her, she ha- this character, she has a large robot that she controls called Death Trap. So, you know, it's it, that. I guess that's her special ability, will be Death Trap. Um, so that'll be pretty cool. I recommend you get your pre-order in so you can get that character for free. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff that you'll get. So... And speaking of what you get with your pre-order.
1: Yeah, I mean, that that's one thing that I've always been kind of on defense about because I rarely pre-order things. And then when it's release time, I usually am kicking myself in the butt because now I'm running around trying to find things. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one that I was actually really, really considering pre-ordering. And I, I think I'm going to pull the trigger. I just wanted to figure out where I could get it from and what it comes with. So it looks like there's a bunch of different packs. Uh, there's a Premier Club, which is uh, the standard with the pre orders. It includes a Gearbox Gun Pack, a Golden Key to unlock rare game items or in game items in the Golden Sanctuary Loot Chest. The Vault, Hun- Vault Hunter's Relic boosts your gear hunting fortune, and the Mecromancer Character Class.
0: All right, so that's the... That, now that, the Premier Club is comes with your pre-order, okay?
1: So, so that's so, standard.
0: That's standard. When you pre-order Plan the vanilla. game, that's what you get. So that's kind of your additions with the $60 game. Now, the deluxe Vault Hunters Collector's Edition, if you pre-order, you get everything Rob just said in the Premier Club, but you're also going to get a Marcus Kincaid bobblehead. You're going to get mm. Inside the Vault, the Art and Design of Borderlands 2 book, mm. a sticker set, A map of Pandora, which I believe... Oh, well, never mind. A map of Pandora, a download code for digital comic, and an unspecified bonus DLC. So, there you go.
1: For 40 bucks, though? Extra? I don't know.
0: Well, you get stickers. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The bonus DLC my guess is they're probably going to give you like the first map pack or the first not map pack, but the first expansion that they put out or something. That's just my guess. Don't hold me to it. But that, that, yeah, that'll be a hundred dollars for the deluxe vault hunters collect collectors edition, which I believe is now the only one you can get outside of the standard $60 game. Okay. Because what Rob's going to talk about, my understanding is this is completely sold out.
1: <laughs> oh, Really?
0: Yeah, I I was looking at it. I had it like saved on my Amazon wish list, and it never appeared. So I don't know if I, it disappeared and was all sold out by the time I added it to my wish list or went looking for it. But my understanding is you cannot get this anymore. But they oh, wow. sold out of every one. And, uh, so what are we going to miss out on, Rob?
1: All right, so uh, on top of the $60 normal, you'd pay another was another 80 bucks on top of that? To get the ultimate loot chest, which seems to be very limited edition. So you get everything in the deluxe, which is uh, both of the ones we just talked about, plus a replica loot chest, a steel bookcase, creatures of Pandora ID chart, a lithograph postcard set, field notes from Sir Hammerlock, a cloth map of Pandora, Mm -hmm. and a numbered certificate of authenticity.
0: Yep, I really wanted this thing.
1: Why? <laughs>
0: because it's Borderlands, man. It's yeah, like it doesn't matter. It's like I've never <laughs> paid one fifty in a game, but I really struggled with it. I'm really glad it was sold out. <laughs> but um, I didn't even buy the hundred. I just went with the game because, you know, I just bought the sixty dollar edition because I'm gonna. Everything I want is in the game. You know, the other stuff would be cool, but I just you know what, I'd rather spend the $80 on another game or save that $80 for the DLC and stuff. So, But that's, it's still going to be probably one of the coolest limited editions ever made. <laughs> so you get a real loot chest.
1: What kind of bookcase is it? Is it a seven-foot-tall bookcase?
0: Oh, no, just a little.
1: That I can put board games on?
0: No. <laughs> so there's other things still. So we got some other information here.
1: But wait, there's more.
0: <laughs> this this is cool. And this goes right into Gearbox's humor. They, they've got the game. The game itself now is going to be more interactive. The cities are going to be. There's going to be people there. It's not going to just be these dead cities with just the NPCs that you see that you going need to interact with. There's going to be, I guess, people. Right. You know, you're going to be walking through the cities with people. The town's going to be alive. But they're going to have stuff like slot machines that you can walk up and try your chance at winning. And you could win cash, guns, or, for the less fortunate, a live grenade. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah. So, which, in other words, it's going to go off and explode. (laughs) So be careful when you're hitting the slots.
1: (laughs) Here's a free pineapple. Boom. So. So then another thing here that seems to be kind of interesting is, uh, if when you complete a mission, you get to choose between multiple rewards.
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of wonder neat. how
1: that's wonder how that's gonna like work in actual play. Because if you if you get two rewards, let's say if you have to choose between two things and you choose the wrong thing, I mean, could you be kicking yourself later on?
0: Um, I don't know. With so much with so much loot, that's the one thing I learned from the first game. Is just when you think you got a great gun. Two seconds later, there's another one. You know, there's so much stuff to to pick up that I don't think you're really going to miss out on much. But what's neat is, Mm -hmm. I think, is, you know, if you get the option of saying you get a a really cool gun or a shield, if your shield's really low, then, you you know, you're not stuck with a pistol that you're never going to use. You have the option to say, well, okay, that might be a nice gun, but I really could benefit from getting a shield. So I kind of like that we're going to have options, but I could see down the road going, oh, boy one do I want, you know? <laughs> or I want right. both. or <laughs> But, pick one. Um, Borderland 2 is, is going to replace the original game's shallow proficiency system with a challenge-based mechanic that will earn players badass tokens that can be cashed in for character-shaping upgrades. So, I, I don't really know any more on that, on what what this really entails but you know it sounds like we're going to be able to turn some stuff in as we become proficient and meet challenges we're going to get award tokens that we can use maybe to purchase different character upgrades like you know maybe this goes into their whole yeah. clothing style or you know change the head of the character or whatnot. so we'll see but it's something new in another addition to the game so pretty yeah, much sure. yeah I mean oh go ahead you can finish this off
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be hitting the shelves in what about 34 days from now approximately at least as of this recording
0: it reminds me i gotta put yeah. in my pto tomorrow
1: <laughs> <laughs> get it get it before I'm, everybody I'm, else does i'm
0: taking my pto for i'm not i'm taking it for the day after because i'm not going to midnight release it is coming to me in the mail from amazon my old house, the UPS guy would show up around six thirty, seven o'clock at night, which was good, because then I could work all day, have dinner with the family, bam, game shows up.
1: You know. <laughs> See ya. But I don't
0: know what time UPS is going to show up in my new house. So where's Daddy? <laughs> it could be, it could be the same thing, you know. So I'm like, if it's if it's if it's at that late at night, I don't want to spend a PTO day sitting here all day going, where's the UPS guy? So I'll take the following day off, so I can stay up real late that night and play.
1: I can just see it now. Hey, the front you're... doorbell, the front doorbell rings. If the UPS guy comes at the same time around dinner time, the front doorbell rings. Your fork just hits the plate because <laughs> it gets just dropped out of you know thin air. It just hits your plate. You hear the front door slam. You hear your office door slam, and then you hear woohoo,
0: wub <laughs> <Blub>, wub. <blub. laughs>
1: that will be. Henceforth known as Borderlands Day. (laughs)
0: Leave me alone, kids and wife. I'm busy.
1: (laughs) Yes. It's September 18th. All
0: right. The biggest question I think I'm going to have is do I want to go through with other people or do I want to play by myself? It's a tough call because sometimes when you're going through with a group of people, you kind of lose out because You know, sometimes people just kind of either run through it so quick or you're missing stuff, you know. And it's like, I really want to get the full experience, but this game is so much more fun, so much better when you're playing with everybody. So I'm sure I'll be grouping up with people.
1: Oh, yeah. Or, heck, do both. (laughs) Hopefully it won't be a five-hour game where you finished it that night. (laughs) And
0: then, <laughs> oh, no, there's, this and then is going to be huge. This game, they're for saying sure. it's long. Yeah, really going to be a really long game. Um, I thought we had that information.
1: Yeah, we did talk did, about didn't
0: it. Can we talk yeah. about that that said it took them like 60 hours or something for the devs to run straight through?
1: I remember 50.
0: Okay, it was so, something yeah, like a long be... number. So. Right. Might have to put in two PTO days. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm not saying that fifty is correct, but I remember something being high like fifty ish. Yeah. So 60 is probably right. So
0: But don't quote us on it, but either way yeah. it's Yeah. It's gonna be long. So
1: Yeah, just I, go play it and let us know.
0: But you know one thing I really hope and I'm waiting to see the and I I know this all people call me out on this. I thought you didn't like achievements, but I really loved that the original borderlands all the achievements were doable you know there was nothing like nothing stupid that you had to do everything was achievable and i got i've got every single achievement in the borderlands because of that i'm really going to want a hundred percent the the sequel so i'm really hoping there's not like you know play it on hard play it on this because there was no there was no skill level you know in the last one. So I hope, you know, you just play the game and everything came naturally as you completed stuff. And I really hope they do the same thing. I really like that. So, I mean, as many hours I put in that game, I completed it. I got all the achievements. I got everything I could out of it. That's the way I like achievements to be in a game. Not where it's like, well, you got to play it three or four or five times. you got to get a bunch of people together and cheat the system because you just there's never a way you're going to get something naturally. You know, that's just, when they make it ridiculous, it's just kind of like, Come on, what's the point, you know? Right. I, I like it when it's achievable, when they're when they can be done and it takes the normal course of the game and and you know, it was fun. So yeah. I, I do hope that they do that, but if they don't, I will definitely be going after it a thousand this game out no matter what it takes. <laughs> so I will I will definitely have to do it on this game just because I've set the precedent so well, But that's it, more Wub Wub coming next month.
1: All right. Whoa. Okay. All right. Next thing I've got here is a little bit more for the next generation of the Xbox. Uh, some more rumors or whatnot as to what's going to happen. On Friday, I believe. Uh, so, or what month is this? <laughs> August. Uh, August 10th. Friday, August 10th. Microsoft had for a short time posted a job posting uh, on their site, which had the following information on it, uh, where this career or this job posting, whatever, uh, would be, um, I can't talk here again. Anyway, the job advertisement briefly posted that within the next year and a half, Redmond will release new versions of all of its significant products, including Windows, Office, and Xbox. So this thing was pulled shortly thereafter. So was this an accident by somebody, you know, where HR just... You know, somebody was a little over the top in what they were saying about the position or did they actually release real information? You know, because there's been rumors going back and forth where there would be a new Xbox you know, in what, 2014? And that's almost exactly 18 months away. So, I guess we'll kind of need to see what happens. I
0: think we're going to see it next year. If you look at you know, I, I mean, there's too many things out there saying that the dev kits are out there. Uh, we know their the kits are out. The developers are working towards it. The NPDs are showing that all the consoles are selling lower and lower and lower. And even though Microsoft is selling, the, they're the top selling console, was it 19 months in a row? Um, I think it's about yeah, a year and a half. A yeah. Um, we're still, our numbers, the numbers are still dropping off. So they're getting to that point where it's time for, you know, just to move over. And there was a story right. earlier this week about a Microsoft employee stating uh, to a group of people about, he made a comment about the next Xbox. And then, of course, later on, it was like a day later, Microsoft came out and said, no, he was ta- he meant the new dashboard. But none of the, none of the people are buying it, you know. And none of the press is buying yeah. an
1: excuse. It's like, those aren't helicopters. They're yeah. pigeons.
0: Yeah. There's nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, I think, I think it's all legit. It's just people speaking too soon and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. We shall. So, Rob, you like Prince of Persia?
1: Solidite. right. I love the original.
0: See, now I've uh, liked the last 2 games that they made. And I think yeah. the last one came out most people didn't like it, but
1: this I was enjoyed the Sands of Time and was the
0: The one before that was just Prince of Persia.
1: Okay, so Sands of Time was the second one.
0: Yeah, it was the last one, yeah. Okay. Which was in conjunction with the movie. Right. So, um I enjoyed it, but I, you know, I think the games are pretty cool. I think I enjoyed the one prior to that better. Um just the Prince of Persia one. But that was like the first one I played, and I was like, this is really cool. So there's supposedly some people over at uh, NeoGAF uh, posted some alleged information and screenshots of what he claims is a new upcoming Prince of Persia game. And he states that it's going to be yet another reboot of the series. So... I, you know, either way, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'd be, you know, I really, it's weird because this, I enjoyed, even though sometimes it can be really frustrating, I really enjoyed the game. And when I was playing, um, Assassin's Creed, um, Assassin's Creed's a lot kind of like Prince of Persia. You got a lot of that climbing the walls and shimmying left and right. Yeah, true. Jumping from, you know, this grab on point to another grab on point. Um, It's just like, I really, there's something about it. I kind of enjoy it. And so I'm really looking forward to potentially seeing a new Prince of Persia game. So this will be, and and definitely when we get some, you know, official word on this, we will definitely be sure to pass that along. Oh, yeah. Right now it's a rumor. Prince of Persia.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. So Microsoft recently filed a trademark for something called galactic rain. And when I say rain, I don't mean the stuff that falls from the sky. So other than that, we really don't know much about it. Uh, It's going to be, it was labeled as a category of video game software, so it's probably going to be a game. And they also say entertainment services, namely providing online video games. All right. So they've got a whole bunch of stuff in the works, I'm sure. So maybe this might be a new franchise that they're developing. But uh, the title sounds kind of neat, at least. At least with what it implies.
0: Hey, Rob, do you remember way, way, way back in the day before you and I ever met? Uh, no, I
1: don't. Because when we met, that was the beginning
0: <laughs> of the time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> Bron, come back, <laughs> Bron. Where are you? It's getting sappy in here. We can't, we can't turn this into the bromance podcast. Okay? All right, all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but
1: okay, okay. Let me rephrase that. Yeah, I remember because that was the better times.
0: <laughs> exactly. There you go. Um, back, and I can't even remember what these computers were called. But you remember the ones that were in the movie War Games, the ones that Matthew Broderick actually was using. They had, like, okay. these big blue switches on them. And, I mean, if you go back and look at the movie and you see me, you're like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what he's talking about. I'm drawing a blank. Um, but there was a game that I played on a, on a system that looked exactly like what was in that movie, big, huge, giant thing. had the 8-inch floppy disks, okay?
1: Are you thinking, like, Trash 80s?
0: No, it was not a Trash 80. Um, I'm going to have to look it up because – and I'll look it up while, we're, while we go, move on to the next story here in a minute – But there was a game that I used to play uh, on, like, a BBS. It was called Space War. And essentially, it was all text and stuff, but you get, like, this ship, and you could go, you could move into these different sectors, and you could, like, get resources from planets and stuff and attack other people in their ships. And it was always a ton of fun. I mean, it was, like, so much fun to play this game. And it's like, that's always something I wanted to see come to, like, a current generation. Like, a really good, you know, version of, like, that original Space War. N- not a text game or anything, but, you know, something more modern, but not something so in-depth that you got to be a rocket scientist to even play the game. You know, like, Sins of a Solar Empire is something that I always wanted to try it, you know, I always wanted to get that PC game. Because it kind of seemed to me like that might kind of, kind of be reflecting back on that old Space War game. So, but it's weird because when I read this story, that's the first thing I thought of was Space War, <laughs> that old, that old, that old old game. So right, yeah. But uh, I don't know if you ever played that. Like I said, it was old. I was probably. Yeah, 10, I played
1: a bunch of those late seventies, I mean,
0: early eighties.
1: Yeah, I played a bunch of those back in the day. I can't remember the name of many of them, but yeah, it were good times.
0: The computer, the MSI 8080, I M S A I.
1: Yeah, I saw that. I've been looking. It was wow.
0: it was one of those. I mean, that's that's what I initially played it on. It was it was on one of those things, and uh, it was something very similar to what he had in that movie. It was like what in his room, what he was playing on, you could see it. Uh, that was the same type of computer. Oh yeah, and it was giant, I've, man. <laughs>
1: I've actually never seen one of these things.
0: Uh, so I've actually played on one of those things. <laughs> Believe it or not, so
1: it came out in '75.
0: Yeah, I so said it was the late '70s, early '80s when I was on it, and I It's huge. Oh, it was giant, dude. It was it was insane. It took up a. Half a room, man. <laughs> it was a far cry from the iPad. <laughs>
1: and you probably couldn't even play Zork on it.
0: Nope, Zork I played on there too. <laughs> oh, you did?
1: <laughs> nice. Hey, that no, was another I played, game. From... I think
0: I played Zork on there. I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, maybe that was on my Commodore 64, but. But I'm pretty okay. sure I did play Zork and um, and a Space War. But I know I played Space War, so. But anyways, big time sidetracked. Back on. Track. Oh, it's it's
1: relevant because it uh, Zork is uh, in Ready Player One.
0: Okay. Well, if anybody. <laughs> oh, it's relevant because you <laughs> brought something up. So if anybody knows or is knows what I'm talking about, some of you old school gamers may know. Um, and you know of any good games that I might like that are kind of like that. Um, just, you know, shoot them out to me. Shoot out some suggestions. So.
1: Is this thing called Farmville?
0: Oh shut up! <laughs> no, like oh no, the Walking Dead game on Facebook.
1: Dude, I am I gonna like. Today. I'm gonna have to mute you <laughs> <laughs> somehow on Facebook. Your actually your achievements aren't that bad.
0: I don't post the achievements on there. It's,
1: uh, it's once in a while, they sneak out.
0: On an occasion, I might throw it. Yeah. But... yeah. No, the Walking. No, you're, you're, I don't you're okay. Post the thing is <laughs> if it is i'm not aware of it sorry yeah
1: okay, okay.
0: Well, let's move on oh it's me you're waiting on me
1: <laughs> yes sir
0: um oh yeah modern warfare 3 baby whoo uh, the last bit of dlc is for what? modern Warfare three is finally out because you know they had when modern warfare 3 came out they came out with that elite service that you would basically sign up 50 bucks for a year's worth of Elite Service that included nine months of continuous DLC. The ninth month is here. So they have just recently put out the final two DLC packs. Um, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. They haven't... Wow, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, you know what? I'm getting... Oh, I know what it is. I'm getting noise in my headset in my headset. It's from Walking Dead. <laughs> Facebook. All of a sudden, I was hearing zombies. Like, What the heck is that?
1: <laughs> let me,
0: let me um,
1: what happened in Chicago?
0: <laughs> okay, so anyways, it hasn't. It's not out yet. It's coming. Yeah. Close, but. Um, so I was wrong. It's, it's not out yet. Oh, I thought it was. There was something that just came out the other day. But um, well, let me read this again. Oh, yeah, it did. It was on, uh... okay, it, the, we had the, the some more come out on, uh, I'm sorry, people. I am just like, all of a sudden that just messed me up. So the, let me just read this. Okay, the year Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 post-launch content is coming to a close, but it's going out without, but it's going out with a bang. And they meant that on purpose. So the whole shebang launches for Xbox 360 on August 9th, which was just the other day. Um, And then in September, Modern Warfare 3 players on the 360 get the final Assault Pack, which adds five multiplayer uh, maps, uh, Gulch, Offshore, Boardwalk, Decommission, and Parish, two of which are already available on the 360. Again, this content arrives on PS3 and PC um, at a later unknown date. So that will wrap up. So the last two, the final two have been announced. So we we just had the second-to-last one the other day. Which gave you um, three face off maps for spec op missions, uh, as well as a new mode called Special uh, Ops Chaos Mode. And it's a wave based survival mode uh, with a twist. Uh, there's like you can get massive multipliers and stuff in it. So September is going to be the final wave of uh, DLC for Modern Warfare 3. So that, that was the point. If you are on Elite um, and you haven't played for a while, I suggest you get and grab them. Because I don't know if you paid for Elite and if you don't download the stuff while your subscription is active and say you don't renew your Elite subscription next for the next game. I don't know if you're going to be able to download it if you're no longer a subscriber. So, you know, make sure you get it. Even if you're not playing it now, you might want it in the future. So make sure you log in and grab all that DLC. OK, um, and make sure you definitely do it again in September for the final piece. And That is all.
1: Okay, And the game Mafia came out, I think, about four years ago. Is that right? Four or five years ago? Mafia 2 came out two years ago in 2010. And Mafia 3 looks like it might be coming to the next generation consoles, possibly. So there's a rumor floating around that says that the next version of Mafia is going to be coming out on the next gens. Uh, The company's been... Going through some tough times with a bunch of layoffs uh, in about the last year or so, and we're kind of have to wait to see what happens with this title. Now, have you ever did you do much Mafia playing at all, Mark? I
0: played a little Mafia too, I think, or maybe that was the Godfather. I do not know. I'll yeah. have to look up my gamer card to see if I have played it.
1: Yeah, I, I just remember this title and remember when it came out, I was looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, it just, it didn't seem like anything that would really be too interesting to me, so I totally skipped it. But, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see.
0: I think that I did try it. So, oops, that's not going to find it. My, you know, this new website is so annoying. I just want to find it on the page. (laughs) I want to search, like, my, you know, have you gone? If you played a lot of games, man, it's hard to find stuff.
1: Yeah, too much info.
0: So let me find on this page. Mafia. (laughs) Yes, I did play Mafia 2. I last played it in 2010. I don't think I got very far. I had thirteen and sixty-seven achievements, one hundred and seventy points.
1: So either you didn't care for it or there's too much other good stuff out at the same time and you forgot about it.
0: Looks like I completed chapter four. <laughs> so I only <laughs> did the first four chapters. Um again it was like an open world game. The open world games for me are real hit or miss, like Sabbath was it, Saboteur? Loved it. Loved that game, man. I, I played a lot of that. Um, I love Crackdown. Um, I like what's the latest? I like Red Dead Redemption. Um, what's the latest one I was just playing that I can't even think of? <laughs> um, wow, that's that's pretty sad. There was a recent one I played that I really liked. <laughs> oh well, the Assassin's Creed. That franchise, that's an open world game.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess it is.
0: Yeah. Well, you got yeah, it is. It's, yeah,
1: you go from place to place. It's not railed. like
0: <laughs> Right. It's not like, you know, Call of so. Duty. So, yeah, I like those. <laughs> so, but I like, and I really like GTA 4, but I, I got stuck. So I need to go back to that and just play it on an easy level because I really like the game. I plan to finish off Red Dead Redemption. Um, but some of the games, just, I just can't seem to get into them. I've tried Saints Row. Um,. You know, so it's kind of hit or miss. I don't really know how I feel about open world. It just depends. And I don't, I don't remember why I stopped playing Mafia game. It might have been something else came out. Uh, you know, because I had rented it, and uh, could have been I got stuck somewhere and said, I'll oh, forget it. I'll just move on. I, I don't know. So, it is. I got yeah. nothing else.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: I probably won't check it out on the next on the next gen, but I may rent it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that whole that whole mm, storyline of, of Mafia and all that, it just doesn't do anything for me. It's not like Space Marines or...
0: Yeah. Or
1: zombies.
0: Zombies. Mafia 3, now with zombies.
1: Oh. That might make it more interesting. <laughs> but hey.
0: All right, well, next thing, after some teasing late last week, Codemasters has officially announced... That Grid 2 will be coming out on Xbox 360, PS3, and PC sometime in, t- sometime in 2013. Um, so the, they're going to be... They got a new trailer out that shows two new locations, Paris and Chicago. Chicago, psh, whatever. Uh, that, that's the reason I won't play the game. No. Uh, but the title is promising to raise the gameplay and technological bar for motorsport gaming and remain true to the series core value it's all about the race i don't know if you ever played grid but rob did you ever play grid no i really liked it it was a really good racing game okay um, i had a fun time with that one uh so i actually was pretty i thought this was pretty cool it's like the only racing game from codemasters i like was grid because um, i never got into their their other one which they're so famous for uh, tried it and just really did not like it, but um, Grid 2 is coming out. I will definitely be checking this one out, and uh, we'll talk more about it once it gets closer to being here. But, again, 2013 makes me wonder if they say they're going to push it technologically and all this stuff, raise the gameplay and technological bar. Then that, it kind of makes me think that they're going to be on next gen, maybe. So,
2: Kay.
0: I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Even though it says it's coming out for 360. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I said that. It's coming out for 360, but I don't know what they're going to push at the end, but maybe they, you know, they got something planned. So we'll see. Yep. All right. I got another little thing here I got to talk about before we go into the new releases for the week. This is the last thing I want to talk about. Rob, I know you've played XCOM. Oh yeah. Yeah, you, you better be familiar with XCOM UFO Defense. Heck yeah. That's a classic. It's
1: uh. It's on oh. Facebook, right?
0: <laughs> no, it's not on Facebook.
1: Don't you have to like keep clicking to plant plants?
0: Uh. No? Okay. Wrong, wrong game.
1: game. Wrong game.
0: XCOM Enemy Unknown. This is the. Not the first-person shooter version that looks like garbage. This is the uh, turn-based version that is to basically mimic the original game, only obviously make it more updated. They announced yeah, new and improved. Uh, They announced that the the game is gonna have multiplayer, and the multiplayer is gonna be very straightforward. There's one mode, and it's basically team deathmatch. So all you're gonna have to do is kill the other person's units. But the subtlety and the endless fun of multiplayer is going to come from the fact that you get there's a unique way of creating squads. Players are given a point budget, and they can spend that any way they want. They can buy any unit, any inventory item. Of course, players will also have access to every alien in the game. That last detail is a major one as XCOM's varied extraterrestrial species each possessed different abilities so you layer that with the fact that the point costs vary as much as their powers and you're looking at endless squad combinations so players can build teams of several cheap units a few very expensive units or a mix of both soldiers which actually join forces with their alien foes online represent a well-rounded choice where they're very affordable Sectoids fill out armies, but drop like stones during battle. The spidery chrysalids are fast and can transform enemies into more chrysalids, but plan on breaking the bank if you want more than one in your squad. Now, while private matches can be customized, ranked melees give players uh, 10,000 points to spend on up to six units. Points are allocated not just on unit type, but also on the weapons, the gear, and the powers. Meanwhile, multiple categories with, within each class sport lengthy drop-down menus, ensuring tons of time will be sunk into picking the perfect loadout. The controls and the mechanics are going to work the same as they do in the, in the single-player game. Uh, the presence of a turn timer significantly will up the ante or you know make the game uh, more intense. So each player will have 90 seconds per turn to position their units and select combat options. Despite uh, featuring just a single mode, XCOM's multiplayer is dangerously addictive. Um, So I thought this was cool. This will be, I mean, I cannot wait on buying this game guaranteed when it comes out. uh, I will be all over this. And Rob, you're going to have to get this once a week and play some multiplayer on this.
1: Why don't you just get two copies, pretend it's a limited edition, and just send me one? Oh, okay. Win-win! <laughs>
0: Why didn't you say that earlier?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, that's the limited edition perk you get to play with me. Oh, okay. That's priceless. Bonus! <laughs> uh, it's definitely one that I, I need to check out. I mean, Borderlands 2 and this XCOM and that, um, oh, what the heck's it called? What's that game that I really like from XBLA? It starts with an S. Shadow Complex. Shadow Complex. I always think Silver Chair for some reason. Whenever I'm trying to remember this game, I think of the, the band name Silver Chair.
0: Um Okay. <laughs>
1: they both start with an S. They're both there you two go. I
0: can see the I can see that. Yeah. I see why it would be so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, anyways, um yeah, keep your You know, we'll let you know when that game gets closer to launch, Um, but I'll be all over that for sure.
1: Cool. So. All right. Got one more thing. All right. So a while back, I did a brief uh, little talk about uh, this information that I found on a site called Psychology of Video Games. It's a really cool site uh, done by Jamie Madison. Or Madigan, I'm sorry. Jamie Madigan. And there was a really cool thing that uh, Jamie put up uh, earlier this year back in February. I just thought I would talk about this because it's just really interesting about some of the stuff that kind of happens in the world and once you kind of see the angle that it's being approached to or that the company uses to approach us, I mean, wh- you, you literally feel like a lab rat with some of this stuff because it's a lot of this stuff is done specifically to get that green stuff out of your pocket, particularly like in even like we could just talk on and on about all the psychological stuff in Farmville alone. (laughs) But so uh, there was a interesting thing that Jamie wrote up uh, back in February about self-perception theory and marketing through avatars, like when you first hear it, it sounds kind of dry. But it's actually kind of interesting, the stuff that, or at least the potential of using avatars. Because, I mean, avatars, there's two systems that really have it. I mean, the Wii, uh, whatever, with the Miis. But the system that we love the most, I mean, heck, you see those avatars all the time. So in this article, uh, Jamie wrote uh, some pretty interesting stuff and uh, writes in there, um uh, there's research cited uh at a professional conference where um the presenter describes how he and a colleague blatantly photoshopped subjects' heads onto the bodies of actors in advertisements. One participant in the study, for example might have viewed the image of himself holding up a particular brand of soda and smiling like an idiot as if to endorse it after the study subjects uh, tended not to remember not only to remember the fictitious brands better but actually indicated greater preference to them relative to other options this despite the fact that they were pretty sure they had never drank blarf brand soda or sat in a professional photography studio and posed for the advertisements in question. And uh, looks like LinkedIn, by the way, is doing something. That professional site, the professional Facebook, is doing something uh, along these lines, I guess. Anyway, uh, and the sort of thing... Uh, maybe thanks to what some psychologists call self-perception theory. In a nutshell, this theory refers to how we tend to look at our own actions to infer our own attitudes and beliefs. It's kind of like I'm doing X, so I must be the kind of person who likes us. Um, uh, Then he goes on to write, researchers, dressed subjects in either black or white uniforms. Those in black uniforms were observed to act with more aggression and toughness, keeping in line with their stereotypically villainous wardrobe. The researchers also argued and showed with data that this is why referees in professional sports are biased against teams that wear dark colors and are more likely to call penalties against them. Think of Your avatar is a kind of uniform you wear, and you can see the connection. So given this, I'm going to once again give out some evil ideas uh, to those people in marketing. Thus, this kind of marketing via avatar could so easily be incorporated into video game avatars like those used on the Xbox. It's not unusual for games to give out avatar awards for completing in-game actions. That's that sound familiar? My little dude... I mean, yeah! A,
0: Sorry, yeah, I was yeah. muted when I said yeah
1: the first time. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Okay, my little dude has a locust mask from Gears 3, a sombrero from Red Dead Redemption, and a little guilty spark toy from uh, Halo 3. Fun, but what if instead of watching my avatar play with the miniature RC Warthog... Oh... I'm, I'm I'm sorry, I'm dying. Oh. I just rubbed my eye and I had a jalapeno pepper for dinner. <laughs> I was all watering. I, I wow. Ouch. Oh. Oh, man, that was rough.
0: Tough it through, man. You can make it.
1: Yeah, I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh where was I? Uh but what if instead of watching my avatar play with a miniature RC Warthog, I saw him chugging a can of Mountain Dew? Or perusing the latest issue of Wired magazine or grabbing fries from Burger King, according to the research above i 'd be more likely to remember and even favor those brands over traditional advertising because there's some psychologically important or something psychologically important about seeing the representation of me interacting with them. Another study uh, found that uh, Adver games designed to advertise junk like Pop Tarts and Fruit by the Foot snacks to children were rated as more enjoyable when they let the player customize his or her avatar. Heck, we don't even have to buy this kind of thing in the in the Xbox dashboard. I imagine games could easily pull our likeness in from the f- form of our avatar. Assuming that you're one of those that made it look like you. Or assuming, of course, you're not one of those people who make ridiculous-looking avatars that look nothing like you. And display them to us holding up boxes of stay-free feminine hygiene products or kibbles and bits dogs food while we wait for levels to load or matchmaking to happen. Well, maybe those are extreme examples but you'd think that game companies would start using this kind of thing to cross-promote games. If I were EA, I wouldn't include a snowboard with an SSS logo as an avatar reward in a game. I mean, the customer has already bought that game, right? I'd include an N7 jumper from Mass Effect 3. Uh that's what you want your customers envisioning themselves playing at that point and that's what you want them associating with themselves when the game hits the shelves. Or you can show them holding up a box of dog food, your choice. Uh. So that, that was kind of interesting where, I mean, there's professional, like, psychological proof that people act a certain way when they see themselves holding these products. And if we ever see that, you'll know exactly why. You know what I'm saying? Yep. If you log in Xbox Live and then you see that little guy holding his Mountain Dew can instead of that little RC toy, you know that you're being sold a bill of goods.
0: That's probably what's going to happen in the next Xbox. More advertising.
1: <laughs> and they're going to sneak it in in different ways. Yep. So That's it. I just thought this was kind of interesting, like, you know, just the psychological stuff with avatars, because it's not something you would ever, you ever would have thought that would have happened, you know, that people would react that way. But, I mean, it makes sense. I can totally see it.
0: Yeah, that's my little buddy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, would you want to go and change your, I mean, think about it. Would you want to change your avatar if I said, hey, completely change it over? You wouldn't want to do that. It's like, no, that's my guy.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean to make him look different?
0: Yeah. Change him out. Oh, yeah. Look different. No. <laughs> I did it once. I did it once. I switched it over to a female. Because what was it? I think it was with Full House Poker. They had ladies' nights. If you had a female avatar, you got more XP. And I was trying to rank up. And so I did. But Then <laughs> nice. when I went back, it's like I had to completely... Make my guy again, and it was like, oh man, I want the one I had before because it wipes it out. Right. You you couldn't, you know. So I was like, I was really like, kind of like, oh, I gotta make him the exact same. That was my little guy, and I know the one I made was not the same, and it bothered me for a long time. Oh wow. (laughs) It's like this is not the same avatar. This is not the representation of me. But.
1: And you know when you not not that any of them could be. Yeah. But. (laughs) I, you know, because how long ago was it that Avatars came out? What about four years ago, five years ago?
0: Uh, sure. <laughs> I have no idea.
1: Because it was in the fall update, right? It was before. Was it with no? It was before the launch of the Connect. Right. So that was.
0: That was a couple of years ago. That was what three years ago.
1: Yeah, three, four years ago years at least ago when the
0: Connect came out. So avatars had to be probably close to four five years now so
1: because we're in the fourth year of doing the show right now actually we're just starting year number five and i want to say that they came out right around then but anyway so i mean you made your avatar and you know for people that play almost every day or a couple times a week you see that avatar all the time right so you get used to it it's like a little buddy it's like a Like a friend, you know? Yep. Just sitting there looking at you. You got your little picture on everything.
0: Yeah, I can see how it would be, you know, the the, the whole psychological thing about, you know, kind of just their whole seeing it, making it more, like, realistic to you and more apt to do that. I can see that. It's weird. Yeah. Never thought about it that way. So it's because almost like what is that that they they um what is it called um uh, where they it's banned it's outlawed where you because you can do some kind of subliminal subliminal message yeah you can, subliminal advertising this almost seems like it's a, approaching that like it's a subliminal advertisement
1: which on yeah the
0: TV is uh, that's a no no for television oh
1: yeah. Cause it's
0: they do it all the time, a... I think. Because, dude, I don't know how many times I'll watch a freaking commercial like Jack in a Box, and I'll be sitting here going, man, that looks good. Man, I want a Jack in a Box.
1: You're like, I want Ten minutes
0: later, it. dear, I'm going to Jack in a Box. <laughs> 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 Tell me that wasn't subliminal. Somehow they made me want it. Yeah. <laughs> this following portion of this program brought to you by Jack in the Box.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yum. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it's one thing to see a person, you know, well, let's use Mountain Dew because we've been talking about it already. You know, okay, you've got a Mountain Dew ad and you see some actor drinking a Mountain Dew. That's one thing. But if you see yourself drinking a Mountain Dew or a little representation of yourself, yeah. you know, from what they say, that's totally different. At least it has a different effect on us. Knowing what we know based on, this research that we just heard about a couple minutes back, is that beyond advertising and does that turn into manipulation?
0: What I'm saying, it seems like it's a subliminal message. They're manipulating it. They're manipulating you. That's kind of scary. And they'll do it. They'll go and do it until the government steps in and says, you can't do that. (laughs) You You know how late they are to the show on technology. Oh, yeah. We'll all be clones of some company, some corporation long before we, they say, you can't do that no more.
1: As they're drinking a Mountain Dew. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly.
1: I can't put these down. I don't know why. <laughs> no, but that, my my that...
0: friends drink these all the time, Is your friends being your <laughs> avatar. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> wow. No, but, and then that other thing they were talking about, that does make sense where, you know, if you do another product's endorsement through the avatar somehow, I mean, that does make sense. You know, like in, instead of getting an achievement in a game, you know, or, or whatnot, and, you know, like we'll use SSX, you know, you do have SSX and not cross promote something else that the person then is like, hmm. Well, let me get that. I don't know why.
0: Yeah. But I think it's good the way they're doing it because it's still, it's still promoting their games. Because if you wear the Avatar she- shirt that says SSX, then all your friends see that. And those that don't have the game are more like, oh, yeah, I should check out the new SSX game. So it's just it's, you're still getting the advertisement. I guess it just depends on how you want to do it. Right. So, but that's interesting that they will anyway. do it that way. That is an interesting thought. Because if yeah. you did get a shirt for a different game other than you were playing, to me it would seem strange. But I wonder, would you be? Would that automatically make you interested in that other game because your avatar is wearing it?
1: Depends on if you wear it or not. Yeah.
0: Well, when it gets down to it, they'll probably make it appear automatically. Oh yeah. And then they'll, they'll, that's what they'll get to, and then you'll have to go and take it off. That forces you to see it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So interesting stuff. I mean, as a side note, all of these companies usually have either psychologists on staff or psychologists on contract. And a lot of this stuff is always so thought out. Oh, yeah. That it's it's pretty scary. Start to break out the tinfoil hats,
0: dude
1: oh <laughs> yeah let's go in full <laughs>
0: it's the basement
1: <laughs> and and we'll play borderlands
0: yeah exactly <laughs> anyway
1: so we've got a couple uh releases coming out this week huh
0: Taco about um yeah i just uh... <laughs> you didn't notice that did you yes i did <laughs> yes we got some new releases this week and i and i had
1: it yesterday so it doesn't bother me
0: Amazon. (laughs) Um, Click.
1: (laughs) One click checkout.
0: Sold. Um, Ah, we do have some new retail releases. And we talked about, I started doing this right before we decided to retire for all of two weeks. Um, We were starting to talk about the games that were going to come out the next week to, you know, just kind of update everybody. uh, Make sure you're aware of any new retail and XBLA titles. I hope to do this every week. The XB... XBLA titles are a little harder to get a hold of sometimes, um, but retail, we should be able to knock these out. But first of all, under this week, uh, open world games coming, Sleeping Dogs. Um, this, the description, I'm going to read the description to you. Um, this is, to go undercover inside one of the most brutal criminal organizations on the planet, a cop must not only break the law, but break it in the most brutal ways possible. Sleeping Dogs plunges you deep inside the Hong Kong underworld where every second will test your will and a moment's hesitation will blow your cover. So I should be doing movie titles. Man. I should be doing movie voiceovers. Infiltrate the Triads, a criminal organization that demands you live by their code or else. Experience explosive gunfights, bone-crushing martial arts, and high-speed chases as you cross one uncrossable line after another. As you cross one uncrossable line. Is that even right? Is that even proper wording there, Rob?
1: <laughs> well, this is Chinese. So.
0: Oh, that's right. Uh, an open world, Hong Kong is yours to explore, and it's filled with all the vices a would-be criminal could want. Gambling, illegal street racing, and karaoke. All your bases. Do they have
1: that in... Do they have illegal street racing in, in China, or is it... Actually, it's more bicycles over there than cars.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Are they doing the video game world?
1: They're they're confusing like Southern California.
0: <laughs> no, haven't you seen uh, um, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift?
1: Well, that's Japan.
0: Still, Asia.
1: Not even close. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. So, that's a big title. I know a lot of people are looking forward to it. It's on my Gamefly. probably won't be able to get it, but I'll probably send me something else instead.
1: You'll get it by the time Borderlands comes out. Yeah, probably. Then it won't matter.
0: Exactly. So, that comes out 8-14, August 14th, Tuesday, obviously, here in the States. Yep. So, what else is coming out that same day?
1: That same day, we have Darksiders 2. Then I'll read the description also in my movie voice. On a list of people you don't want to make angry, death has to be high on that list. (laughs) I can't talk in that voice anymore, sorry. (laughs) The second horseman of the apocalypse returns to crush those who would banish his brother war into oblivion, follow death through hell and beyond in order to clear his brother's name, In this sequel that continues the events of the original Darksiders, unleash Death's Fury using thousands of weapons. Not hundreds, not tens, but thousands of weapons, armor, and spell combos. Travel through the realms of light and dark as you uncover a shocking plot that spans the worlds of angels, demons, and men. Whoa. I was checking this game out. It looks pretty interesting.
0: I've heard quite a few people talk about this one, too. Oh, yeah. It's high on their list. So it'll be interesting to see which uh, people go after next week and what will be popular and how these two do. But I do have Sleeping Dogs on my Gamefly. I do not have Darksiders 2 on there. Probably because I haven't played Darksiders 1, but. Right. So. That's the retail releases, both coming out on Tuesday. Um, on Wednesday, August 15th, we get a next release title in the XBLA's Summer of Arcade. And this is Dust, and Elysian tale. Here you will immerse yourself in a gorgeous hand-painted world on search for your true identity. As the mysterious warrior Dust, you must master the ancient blade of Ara to battle dozens of enemies with an intuitive combat system take on a variety of quests, discover powerful upgrades throughout the massive open world and uncover the story of an ancient civilization on the brink of extinction as you fight to uncover your own past. Immerse yourself in a gorgeous hand painted world, blah, 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 It repeats itself. <laughs> nice. So there you go. I've heard quite a few people talking about this one as potentially being, a, a one of the better games for summer of arcade. Uh, okay. I actually have downloaded the last two. I didn't get a chance to try them. Um, Actually, I think this is the last one, right? Or is there one more? I'll have to look this up. I'm
1: not sure. Yeah.
0: I thought there was one more, but Hybrid or, or yeah, hybrid just came out. So I think this may be the last one. So Dust. Yeah, Dust is the last one for Summer of Arcade. So if you want to make out on that deal, you'll need to, to pick that up. Um, so pick that or what is there like you buy three of them you get some money back if you buy three summer of arcade titles so all right so that's what coming out on xbox live arcade
1: okay now moving on to our friends list uh, friends list how i miss thee so first thing we've got is a voicemail from fairchild3 hey
2: guys it's fairchild3 Hey, uh, just wanted to, uh, first off start by saying I'm glad you guys are back. Uh, hopefully, uh, Brun can bless us with his presence again, uh, on the show as much as possible. Um one thing I have is I've been trying to scour, uh, the community on, uh, Facebook to see if there's anybody else that plays, uh, Tiger Woods PGA 13. If there is anybody out there, give me a shout out. I'm trying to get a country club started with, uh, some members from, uh, uh, TXL. Um, I know Mojo Red, uh, just joined. So, uh, if any of you guys want to check it out, it's, uh, whole shot just search whole Shot. H O L E S H O T. All right. Thanks again for,
0: uh, you guys, uh, coming back. Take care. Hey, thanks for a child three. Appreciate that. Um, we're glad to be back too. And hopefully Brian will join us as, as you requested. Uh, we want him back too, but, um, also, for everybody out there, anybody playing Tiger Woods PGA 13, uh, look look for uh, Fairchild 3 to join his uh, country club. So, I will do not play that game, so I will not be joining. But if I did play, I would join. So I'm glad to uh, glad to see you making a TXL community. That's pretty cool. Or getting right. people from the community together. So good group of guys here. Um, so our next one, next Google Voice is from Democulus. Let's see what he has to say.
2: Hey, this is Xbox Live. This is Jason, a.k.a. Democulus here. And just want to give a quick shout-out and say glad to hear you guys are back on the air. And uh, definitely look forward
0: to uh, listening to you guys talk about all new games. And uh, maybe I'll uh, join you guys again one day and everything. And uh, anyway, keep up the great work. And please don't do this again on, on a fan enough. Just kidding, guys. Take care. All right, well, thank you, Democulus, for calling in. Yes, we as well. We're glad to hear you guys are happy that we're coming back. Um, and we will do our best to make sure that we don't abandon you again. So we're here for a, I think we're going to be here for a really long time.
1: <laughs> Until the next time we abandon them. <laughs>
0: exactly. What, episode 204? No, just kidding. <laughs> no! <laughs> so with that, with our friends, Liz, that's it. We, um probably need to talk a little shop here. Um, we do have a website back up. It looks different and I will say this. It actually works very well on the new dashboard using Internet Explorer on Xbox. Um, because the new site's very oh what do you want to say almost minimalistic or you know it's just it looks really good on the Xbox. I'll say that it works very well for that for the browser-based uh, surfing. Um, so that's kind of cool. It's um going be a little bit different, but the site's there we're going to be working and tweaking some things. We will not have a forum um we there was just no activity before, and we just don't see the need to have a forum um, so if you wish to reach out to us, um you will have to reach out by some of the uh, options list. Give you. well, we won't well the friends list will be emails and voicemails right there will be no forum um so you'll have to shoot them to us via voicemail or email. Um, the other thing I think Rob and I wanted to talk about We mentioned at the beginning that Run Is not going to be regular on the show um, We've decided, Rob and I decided That we're just going to do it with just ourselves As your regular hosts um, But what we would like to do Is we know a lot of you guys like to be on the show You enjoy being, you know, jumping on And we're, we're not going to do A gamer of the month um, So what we're going to do is leave it up to you guys And let you contact us If you want to come on the show so all you need is Skype, and you need to have a headset uh, with a microphone. Uh, that, and there's a reason we always get this question: Why can't I use PC speakers? Um, typically, 99% of the time, yes, there's that rare occasion that for some reason it works. Um, but a lot of times, when we're talking, you hear us through your head, your speakers. Well, your mic will pick that up, and then it's like feeding back. So. You know, the headset with the mic, you can buy one really cheap. Um, we use the Microsoft LifeChat LX3000. I think you can get these things for 20, 25 bucks now. It's They're so not cheap. expensive, and yeah. it's a great headset. Um, it really is a great headset. I've had mine for several years now. Uh, it sounds good quality, and, and it works great, and it's very inexpensive. Actually, uh, I
1: think all of us use them because you, I, Brun, and I think Kyle also had
0: it. Uh, I think all the Achievement Hounds use them too. Uh, I, in fact, I know they do. They're all using the same headset. So, And if you notice a while back, Rob all of a sudden sounded bad one episode. That's because he went and changed headsets on us. <laughs> so.
1: And I am still on the new one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it took a long time to get that
1: tweaked. Yeah, it, so. it took a while to tweak, yeah
0: so but anyways you know if you've got that just shoot us an email or you know uh that would be the best say hey i want to come on and um or you can hit us up through xbox live hit me up <laughs> if you're gonna send a message to xbox live you might want to send it to me instead of rob <laughs> it might get responded to a lot quicker if you send it to oh yeah me. so um but yeah you can reach out to us that way and that was the old say, rob just say i want to come i want to get on the show and we will reach back with you. Uh, best thing, probably just do email. Then I can just email you back, and uh, we'll set up a date. Um, I think Rob, we're going to keep our recordings the same. Right. Okay. So it'll be Sunday night at nine Central Time, ten Correct. Eastern Time. So you can figure out for the time zones. Um, if somebody overseas wants to join us, um, let us know. If you're, you know, I know we got a lot of UK listeners. We can probably work something out. OK, we can adjust the timing. We can't do it every week, but we uh, would love to have some people from the UK or you know, from England or Europe or UK or England. Nice. Brilliant, Mark. <laughs> Someone from Europe, Asia, Australia, wherever you live in the world. Uh, if you want to join us, um, be a part of the show. Just let us know. We'll work something out and uh, we'll, we'll adjust times if we have to. But OK. So I think that's, uh, anything else, Rob, we need to,
1: no, I think that about covers it.
0: Hopefully you guys will get the show. <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully everybody gets this automatically.
1: Well, they'll get it. They might not get it <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If,
0: hopefully you'll get it tonight. Cause yeah. I'm hoping to push it tonight. So we'll see, but yeah, if you um, don't get
1: it Monday the 13th, you know, something happened. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, but anyways, um, with that, you can check out our website, thisxboxlife.com. You can email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com. Uh, we have a YouTube. Uh, it's not There's not a lot there, but we do have one. If you want to share anything, uh, like if you're playing a game or you got some cool game footage you want to share to the community, uh, let me know. Um, I do have a Dropbox that you can throw stuff on, and I can upload videos for you to our YouTube to share with the community. So that's youtube.com forward slash ThisXboxLife. We have a Facebook group. Um, if you just do a search for this Xbox Life on Facebook, you'll find it. If you go to our website, there's a link directly to our Facebook group under the Contact Us section. Uh, we're twitter.com forward slash ThisXboxLife. Um, we currently do not have a Zazzle store anymore. I think uh, that was being run by Kyle, and I think he took it down, um, and they got their own Achievement Hounds. So I don't know if we're going to put one up or not. We probably won't. Um, I think we'll just skip that. But we want to keep it just simple and just dish out the show. Um, Finally, we love voicemails. Uh, If you give us 20 in a week, I'll put all 20 in the show, you know. We love the voicemails. So that voicemail is 224-698-XBOX or 224-698-9269. So give us a holler and let us know what you're playing, what's going on. If you guys want to do a mini review of a game you can call us or or email us Uh, we'll we'll get it on there so it's about community and we'll probably be doing a community show sometime in the future but we got some things to tweak on our end to make sure we're up and running so we'll keep you guys updated every week and with that um i am mark aka wingman 709 taking off
1: and i'm rob also known as prestar catch y'all later (music)